Hello, this is BBL Lab, the all-new British Basketball Podcast. And today it is just me, as I could not arrange a guest in time. But, let's hop straight into it. So the first topic is the BBL Cup Final that we talked about in the previous podcast. And it was it was a bit of a slow one to start off with, with, I think it was, I'm not sure what it was exactly, but both teams had under like 20 points going into the second quarter and it was like 30 like both teams were in the 30s going into the second half but in the end Worcester won against the Bristol Flyers and Amir Williams I'd I'd say he won the game for Worcester because he got a double-double it was like 21 points and something like 13 rebounds Something stupid, good good numbers, and arguably he won the game for Worcester, and arguably if he wasn't there, Bristol may have came out on top. Bristol came into it late on. Uh, like They had a slow start, and they were shooting 35% from the field for the whole of the game. But yeah, they came into it later on, and mounted a comeback, and it looked like it could have been closer than it turned out to be. I think Worcester won by eight. But yeah, um, it seems that any time any team plays at the Birmingham, you know, Arena Birmingham, both teams seem to struggle offensively, like scoring the ball, because whether that's nerves, I don't know. Because for the past two, three years, all games seem to be very, very low scoring. But then when they play at the hometown, you know, home ground, sorry, or even away, they still score a good number of points. So whether that's a psychological thing, uh, playing in a final or something with the arena, who knows. But yeah, and then the second topic is the London City Royals. So we talked about it last week with Ross, and it looked like the London City Royals were saved after they released a statement saying that they could, you know, they were viable and they could carry on, and they were viable. But it came out last... Wednesday that they weren't and as a club they folded which has left numerous numerous players without jobs you know without 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 a team to play for and after everyone thought they, they were saved it's very upsetting really because they brought a lot of good British guys back to the British League and that's what we've needed so yeah, and it seems, from our perspective, it's poor ownership after they brought in the the Lithuanian twins, but now they went before, so it seems that they thought they had more money to spend than they could. It seems that they anticipated more ticket sales than actually came in, and when they didn't get them, they were shocked. And really, you you've got to expect low ticket you know low ticket sales because you're a new team you know it was a second year in the league so you've got to expect you can't fans won't just turn up you've got to build that fan base so for them to sort of expect you know the big fan base week in week out is i wouldn't have thought yeah so poor ownership after bringing in they would bring in two guys or one guy where they could bring in three or four average guys for one you know good guy when they might not be able to afford them. And the, uh, and yeah, 
So with all the postponements of the games and apparently Ashley Hamilton was still under contract for this year and he sacked Jay Williams last season after he just won them, you know, the trophy and he took them to the player finals. It was all looking a bit dodgy in the off-season because he didn't announce anyone until like two weeks before and then they announced the full team and it was everything was looking up. And then they postponed a game for illnesses. No, they cancelled one, sorry, after Glasgow made the trip down. And then they postponed a game because they couldn't afford the venue, I think. And then they released a statement saying they, you know, they could, they were viable as a team. Uh, well, but now, yeah, Wednesday, I think it was, it's come out that the Royals folded, which is upsetting for anyone in the league because, like I said, they they are good British guys in the team, and yeah, and it means that players are without jobs, players are without a team to play for, but. Allen Jackman has signed for the Essex Leopards, I think, in the NBL. So that means that he's got a team, and hopefully some more of the guys can find teams because they they had they had a good side they had a good side, but the funds just couldn't fulfil. You know what what they really agreed to pay them. It's not like the players were demanding too much. It's because the Royals offered them too much, really. Um. But yeah, so the Royals are folded. And the final topic, sort of basketball in general. Well, with the Royals folding, it's been a... That was sad in itself. But the previous week has been a very sad week for basketball. With the Royals folding, um, Robert Archibald, a Scotsman, age 39, passed away Saturday night after... Yeah, and he was the first ever Scotsman to play in the NBA. He was drafted by the Memphis Grizzlies, and yeah, and inspired many, many players in Britain. So rest in peace to Rob. And then we move over to the NBA, and yesterday it came out that arguably one of the best. Ever in the NBA, died in a helicopter crash. No, not not just Kobe Bryant. Kobe and Gianna both died. Kobe's daughter. So, and for a two, uh, for a great to be taken away like that, is upsetting for anyone because every everyone knew Kobe Bryant. You know, not just, not just basketball fans. Everyone knew him and. This whole man, Mamba mentality, you know. Everyone, he was a he was an inspiration to everyone. So for him to be gone, you know. Yeah. So my thoughts go out to Kobe's family. And yeah, rest in peace, Kobe and Gianna. Right. So this is a quick one because obviously I couldn't get a guest on, but still done it. So I'll see you next week when I will have a guest on. And yeah, see ya.